preach on the very first Sunday of a church. <laughs> Jesus, come on. We know that's happening. We know that's coming. You know, as we prepared and as we put everything together, it's been a lot. <laughs> you know, there's tons of stuff to just set up. You think about the, the before process on everything. Everything had to be designed. But it's all come together to make this a life-giving church. And I don't want to just put that stamp on us as much as I would hope that you would put that stamp on us. And uh, you're like, well, i got to hear you preach first, Pastor Seth. I mean, <laughs> i gotta, I got to hear you talk a little bit. But like I said, we're honored that you're here with us today. Um, I, I prayed to God. I said, God, what, what message do you have for these people today? I knew that we'd have an eclectic group and people that are from, man, that go way back and family members and friends that came to celebrate with us. But we also believe that people from the community would find their way to us. That we would do the work and we would do the marketing and we prayed and we hoped that people would find us on social media and just all the different ways. I mean, there's so many different ways to learn about something these days. But we're thankful you're here. And I prayed, God, what, what do we talk about? And it's funny, I, I had a meeting with a pastor um, on this last Tuesday. And I met with him for the very first time. And they planted a church here in Mansfield uh, 13 years ago. And uh, I just asked him, I said, what, what, what needs to, to be there on day number one? Like, what, what, what just has to be there? Like, what would you say is one of the most important things that we could do on our very first day, our grand opening, our start, our launch, whatever you want to call it? What, 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 what's it about? And, of course, I've got ideas, and I've been planning this and dreaming this up. I mean, this was like last Tuesday. Uh, so I promise you, we've been thinking about it a lot longer than just, you know, the last few days. But he looked at me, and he said, if people can walk through your doors come in and experience something, and they walk out, and their hope meter has just bumped up about 10%. He said, you're doing something right. And then if you can send people out more hopeful than they, they came in, like, that's what the church is about. Because we have the hope of the world. We have Jesus Christ, and I know we just had a moment where we invited people to come down to an altar and make the decision to follow Jesus, but it's more than just a one-time decision. It's more than just a moment like that where the goosebumps are down your spine and you just kind of built it up and the band's kicking in. and It's more than that because it's, it's kind of like the grind. It's, it's every day. And I, I pray, God, what, what's something that you could lay on my heart for these people today? And I want to talk about this idea of surrender. And it's easy to, we've already come in with preconceived notions of what that word means to us and, you know, those of us that have a little bit more of a churchy background, like, you know, you've already got a thought about what that looks like and what it is and what it even looks like in your own life. But when I, th when I hear the word surrender, I don't know about you, but I, I just imagine somebody having me at gunpoint. Like, I don't know why. Like, that's just, I, I think about that. And it's crazy because all of us around the world, it doesn't matter what country you're in. It doesn't matter if, if somebody holding the gun or whoever's on the other side. Like, it doesn't matter what language you speak. Like, we all kind of know what we should do. <laughs> Hands are up. Some of us are a little brave, so maybe you're trying to figure out the situation, how you're going to stop somebody, like Jack Bauer status, right, something like that. Like, you've kind of got an idea, like, okay, maybe I'm going to do something. Or Most of us are, like, trying to not to, you know, pee themselves. <laughs> I mean, just let's be honest, right? Like, that's the honest truth. You're, you're trying to figure out how to handle the situation, handle the moment, and your heart's beating. And there's so much going on, and that's what I think of when I hear the word surrender. And today I want to just read the definition because it just clears things up for us a little bit. It says, to cease resistance to an enemy or an opponent and submit to their authority. 
It's funny you read this, and the word and the definition just have this very negative connotation to it. You hear surrender, and you automatically, like I said, my first thought is being at gunpoint. Like, that's not a situation I want to be in. Like, I don't care if it's a water gun, a BB gun, a potato gun. Like, it doesn't matter what kind of gun it is. I don't want to be in that situation. But this idea of surrender just in our culture and in our world has this idea of being something so negative. And when, when I read through Scripture and when, when, I, when I'm reading about Jesus and, and how he did ministry, I just, I don't see his idea of surrender matching up with, with this definition because we're talking about enemies and opponents, And this morning, I want to shift our mindset and our perspective to think of surrender in a different avenue, a different lane that it doesn't have to just automatically be negative, but it can be a positive thing. That surrendering can be shifted in a way that makes it a great thing. Like, I read the the verse that I read just a minute ago, Matthew chapter 11, and verse 28, and it says, Come to me, all you who are weary and carry heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. Man, if that just doesn't get you excited, I don't know what will. It says this in verse 29, take my yoke upon you. Let me teach you because I am humble and gentle at heart. And you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy to bear and the burden I give you is light. I read this passage and it gives me hope. And I pray that you read it too and it gives you hope as well. And just even to get past the the part where it's saying that he's going to give you rest, it doesn't matter what you're carrying, it doesn't matter what struggle you're walking through, what situations you see in front of you, the big hairy, like, I don't want to look at this anymore, I can't handle it, my life's about to fall apart. It doesn't matter what that is because we've got a God that cares about us. We've got a God that, that wants to walk through this stuff with us and give us rest. And no matter if it's making a decision to follow Christ or even if you've decided already, there's this idea that, We've got to find surrender in this. And I believe as, as Jesus is saying these words, it's this invitation to surrender. He's saying, come to me. It doesn't matter what you've done. It doesn't matter what struggle you see. It doesn't matter what sin and baggage you're carrying on your shoulder. I read this and I find hope. And I know that... There's somebody with me. If you read the second part of that verse in verse 29, it says, take my yoke upon you. He's not talking about like an egg yolk. All right, let's make sure we're all clear on that today. Um, I've got a picture here, and it perfectly illustrates this idea of what a yoke was when Jesus was talking about it. And I think it's there, and maybe it's not, and if it's not, it's okay. Um, (laughs) It's this idea that two livestock, two cattle would, could do the work together. That they could be tied up on a yoke together. And it's incredible to see what happens when you put two together instead of just having one because one can work pretty hard. But there's this idea of teamwork. This is, there's this idea of I don't have to be alone. And when you see this picture, you notice, like, they're together. They're literally strapped together, and they get to pull whatever they're pulling, however, however heavy it is. It doesn't matter the big burden. It doesn't matter what's, what's weighing them down. They get to do it together. And I love that Jesus, he's saying this, he's saying, take my yoke upon you. And I can just, I just visualize this this idea that he comes up alongside me. And that no matter what I'm pulling, no matter how heavy the baggage is, no matter how hard my life has been, it's this moment of, I've got an invitation to surrender. And in that invitation, it's this backing of Jesus saying, I'm going to help you. I'm going to give you rest in a world that's just 
let's be honest, it's negative. It's beat down. Like, I don't even want to get on social media. Sometimes I don't even want to go to Walmart. Like, you just can't, sometimes you just can't win. And it's just so easy to be downcast. It's so easy to just feel the burden as you're walking through life because life is going to be hard. It doesn't matter who you pray to. It doesn't matter, you know, how much money you have. Like, life is going to be hard no matter what. We live in an imperfect world full of imperfect people, and none of that equals perfect. And by none of that equaling perfect, that means our relationships, that means our jobs at work, that means situations in our family, in our household, that means our marriages. And what does that equal for us? Not hope. (laughs) Not great, not good, not something we should be excited about until we read a verse like this, that we know that no matter what's in front of us, no matter what we're facing, no matter the struggle and the burden and how broken we feel, there's hope. And an invitation to surrender. And can I tell you one thing? There's nothing in this world you can surrender to. Nothing in this world you can surrender your life to. And the end result be more freedom, only Jesus. What we don't even understand sometimes in the complexity of life is that we've surrendered our life to a lot of things. Like if we're walking through the buffet of life and we've got our plate, like it's about to break. Because we've just added on everything responsibility, worry, the junk that we deal with in our lives. Like it just piles on and the plate's literally about to just bust. And honestly, a lot of times we've walked into that. We've made the decisions to surrender to it in our, in our own lives and we don't even realize it. You see, anything that you commit to with your time, you've added it to your plate. Anything that's just burdening you, and like I said, you're going to be burdened because life is not easy. It's, it's going to be added to your plate. It's going to be heavy. We've all surrendered our lives to something, and maybe we've made the decision to follow Jesus. Maybe he's the Lord of our life, but a lot of times we just kind of break up the, the 100% of surrender that we have in our lives, and we've broken it up. And maybe God's got the biggest piece, but there's still a few other things that we just kind of let hold on to it. And this morning, I'm saying this so we can all come to the realization that we've surrendered to a lot of things. And there's a lot of things that we can allow into our life that we make decisions to say, okay, or sometimes things are just shoved onto us and we have to take it. And it's that weight that we bear. But I, I want to tell you that the only surrender that equals freedom is in Jesus. And then if I read this verse right, he's saying, like, he wants to give me rest. He wants to come alongside me and help me carry the weight and the burden. And even if it's just a small step in the right direction, he's helping me get there. And even if it's a hard situation that seems big and impossible, we have Jesus who wants to help us get to where we're going. Not just fast, not easy, but he's going to help us make it there. And it's the hope that we can only find in him and it's this idea that we've just been chained down to so many things. I've got a chain over here. I've got to grab it real fast. We've all seen chains before. We've used them on a trailer. We've used them for other things. I don't know what to use chains for. <laughs> but I look at this, and honestly, it's, like, it's not a big chain, but it's, it's kind of heavy. And I know that this is a visual picture of what a chain looks like. It's a, vis- it's a chain. But I, I, I look at people, and I wonder how, how many chains are on you. What's holding you down? 
what in your life is, is just, it's, it's got you in bondage, it's got you captive, and you've openly let it in. This morning, my prayer is that as you come in, you, you have this realization and take this step back and look in the mirror and, in all honesty, in a vulnerable manner, we can see what's going on in our lives. We can think, well, you know, I'm trying to follow God, but there's still that one addiction that's just got me. I'm trying to follow God. I'm trying to honor God with my life. But there's still something holding me down. There's a lot of things that we can lift up higher than, than God in our life. There's a lot of things that we can choose to allow in and make its way into our decisions and make its way into our priorities. But this morning, I just, I wonder how many of us would say, that's me. And to be honest with you, it's probably the majority of this room. And there's no condemnation with that. There's no, hey, feel bad because you're that person. It's, we have hope. That in an act of surrender to, to Jesus, things can change in our lives. Priorities can change in our lives. Philippians chapter 4, verse 6 through 7. It's, it's a popular verse. It's one of those ones you see on, on like a sign at Hobby Lobby. And it ends up in somebody's bathroom at their house. Don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for all he has done. Then you will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything we can understand. His peace will guard your hearts and minds as you live in Christ Jesus. See, what it all really comes down to is this, this idea that we go live our lives and we're just constantly burdened. We're constantly beat down. And like I said, we're allowing these chains to come in and hold us back from being the person God created you to be. It's holding us back from living that life like he created you before you were even conceived. And he knew their greatness. He knew that you would do something incredible as long as you didn't have something holding you down, holding you back. Some of you have been told your entire life that you're worthless and that you don't have any potential, that you can't amount to anything. And I'm here to tell you today that that's completely opposite of what God speaks over your life. That when you walk in tandem with him and you, jo you join in on the hope that he offers, if you, you, you join in on the surrender that equals freedom, it begins to change things in your life and you become the masterpiece he created you to be. But it just comes back to this one idea of control. Because it sounds good. But let's be honest. I'm looking in a room and I can only imagine how many control freaks are here today. I'm one of them. I want everybody to just get your right hand. And I want you to ball it up as tight as you possibly can. Come on, I'm going to call you out if I don't see you balling your hand up, all right? I'm kidding, I'm not going to. I want you to just let it go. It's amazing the tension that can build up in three seconds. Some of us need to go to the gym and find something to like work out our hands a little bit. But it's amazing 
the change that happens. And this morning, we can squeeze our hand all we want to. We can open it up. But my prayer is that as you leave this place today, your soul, your heart, you've been trying to control everything and worry has buried you. You've been trying to follow Jesus and the junk in your life just keeps coming back and you can't handle it. Can I tell you that he wants you to cast your burdens? He wants you to cast your junk. He wants you to just give it all to him and stop holding on to the little things. Stop holding on to the big things and begin to open up your hand. Begin to open up your heart and your mind and your soul. And I believe that things will change like never before. You can control what you think you control. Tell you one truth today. You don't always have the power to control things. You don't always have the power to control, but you always have the power to surrender. And this morning, I wanted to finish out a little bit different. I wanted to finish out in a moment of hope that it's not something that I'm going to say that's going to inspire you to do anything, but I want you to have a moment between you and God. And my prayer has been that that hope meter begins to jump just a little bit that you move in your life from where you are to where God wants you to be in just a few moments. So here's what I'm going to ask. Everyone in this room that's able, would you stand with me this morning? No matter where you're at in your life, if you just decided to follow God or if you're a longtime veteran, here's what I want to challenge you with this morning. We are going to sing a song just like we did earlier. But I want it to represent so much more to us in our minds, in our hearts, and in our souls. And it's this very simple idea that we can come to Jesus and we can surrender our life to him in bigger ways than ever before. Stop just giving him this little bit and give him the whole thing. And I'm promising you, you're going to find some hope. You're going to find some victory. In a second, I'm going to ask everyone in this room. It might take you out of your comfort zone, but I'm going to ask everyone in this room. It doesn't matter if you wore deodorant today or if you didn't. I'm going to ask everyone in this room to raise your hands. Not yet, just in a moment. And what I love about the symbolism of raising our hands, it represents surrender, but at the exact same time, it represents victory. And this morning, we're going to sing a song that says, I'm going to see a victory. And this morning, it doesn't matter what you're struggling with. It doesn't matter how heavy the burden of life has been on your life the past week or the past year. God can show up in a moment of surrender. God can show up in your life in three minutes. And as we sing these words, I think of my three-year-old son. This has been an anthem for us the last few weeks as we built into this moment. And in... I couldn't be prouder of my three-year-old son who, let's be honest, he doesn't understand everything, but he's heard this song a few times, and I've heard him sing it on his own. And I think, what would happen in a room like this if we came together in this idea of surrender? We come to Jesus. We cast our worries, our cares on him. How free we can walk out of these doors. How many chains can fall to the ground in this place? So I'm going to ask you, you've done it at a football game? You're going to do it later today watching the Cowboys. You've done it at a concert. Can everyone in this room, if you were able, can you lift your hands? If you're comfortable, come on. Dear Jesus, I pray over every person in this room, every situation that is represented. And God, I pray that in a moment of surrender, you can change lives. 
God, I pray that in a moment of surrender, you can change situations. God, we believe in who you are and that you're so capable. And God, that we can see victory in our lives this morning, maybe for the first time. We lift you high, Lord. Yes, Jesus. 